This is episode 245. It's because you have a large head. <laughs> Which I guess is just all the more room for, for our brains to be filled with very, very smart wrinkles. We're extremely smart. 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 Smart tone controllers. Congratulations to, to us all. Ding. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. Great job. Yes. <laughs> Academics. <laughs> I work in the academics department, so that's like yeah. funny to hear. Yes. So I'm just like <laughs> saying my, my department at work. <laughs> Marketing. <laughs> anyway. Very good. Okay. Fantastic. Here's the show. Hello. Hello. I was about to say, who's going to talk first? It wasn't as much of a chicken game as I thought it was going to be. I I wasn't looking. I was scrolling through the notes trying to find something. (laughs) Uh, It's the tone control. It's it's back. And I thought you were going to say it's bad. It's bad. It's it's bad. (laughs) Uh, We've been pretty good. We've been pretty good lately. Let's see if maybe we'll break the trend. (laughs) Honestly, I um. I don't know what it is. Like my schedule has allowed a little bit for me to listen to our own episodes again, oh. kind of before publishing just for proofing and stuff, which mm-hmm. I, I did for the longest time and then just got too busy and, uh-huh. and kind of would listen to it during the time it takes to publish and then would stop and never finish it. Sure. So, you know, 15 minutes or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but lately I think it's just cause I have more car time. I'm, I'm just listening to the show again. And yeah. I do think it's better. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay, good. Like, I was like, it could have gone I, the I, other can, way, right? I was like, he's, he's about to tell me that I'm fucking up. <laughs> no, I think, I don't know how or why though, because it's like, we've lost a little bit of content, right? Uh, with, you know, we're not doing the pedal reviews and stuff. So yeah. like, I do miss that. But also I think the conversation has been better. Yeah. And I think it's not not just about like here's a piece of gear. Like you can only say here's a piece of gear. What do we think for <clears throat> right. so long? And apparently 10 years is the the cutoff <laughs> on that. But <laughs> well, it's ebbed and flowed too cuz we've often we've gone through periods where we tried to do more discussion stuff and I do think that's probably better content. Um I think the reason we were only talking about like we had the pedals and and since then, we've still like managed to have some pedals, right? Like you, you've been, oh, yeah. you, you still like I still play pedals, enough, yeah. and that you're still like going going through gear and things like that. But I, I don't, which we're going to do in a little bit yeah. here. We'll do it today. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know. I I think yeah, eb- ebbs and flows. It's been it's been good. Um, being I think able it's to just the things. right the discussing and just sort of the natural flow of conversation feels better. I think it's more interesting too, because yeah. I think I don't know. I, I'm curious if the listener is in a similar state of, yeah. Let me guess, more pedals, right? Yeah. So and so has a new amp. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, it does. It does. I think about like some of the publications that I follow, and it's like there are some that are more commentary based, and some that are more news based. And then it's mm-hmm. like if they try to do both, they have they intentionally separate it, and I think they're doing the right thing, right? Um, yeah. And I'm not saying that we don't we should have to do that, but it does it, it then then it's like okay, this is a news video and so you can just run down like this is what was released and here's the interesting details about it and you're not trying to decide what's interesting. Whereas the way we format the oh, show, see, yeah. we are kind of trying to like you've often expressed like uh, what do I do? Like I don't care about any of this because it's just samey. Um you know, we were talking yeah. before the show. Like, I, I've, I'm thinking, like, what guitar news have I seen? And it's like, Orange <clears throat> makes three guitar pedals now, but that's not. I mean, they're it's it's like covering Amazon Basics guitar pedals, right? It's not right. even as interesting as that in a way. And this is not even a dig at Orange, yeah. at all. Yeah. It, it's just a it's a dig at the industry. I think of like, so and so has a new pedal lineup, and let me guess, it's kind of these three types, mm-hmm. right? And unless they've changed something about how guitar pedals work at a fundamental level, right? Unless they've introduced some feature <laughs> that no one's ever thought of before. It's hard to get excited about at this point. Like and I know that's didn't just, have an off switch. It's just Florida. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's, you know, I mean, uh, the, 
that stuff's cool, right? Like new pedals are, I'm, I'm like, like my opinion with Star Wars is like any Star Wars is good Star Wars, you know, and any amount of it I'll take, right? Yeah. And you'd be like, same okay, with guitar, cool. I'll, I'll take it. Like I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. You know, sort of unconditionally I'm here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just, it makes the excitement sometimes difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so what's new? <laughs> Besides that. <laughs> what's new is last week I was, a, I was doing single parent mode. Uh, okay. Because Beth, Beth, my wife and baby mama was on a trip. I've never called her my baby mama until right now. And I, I don't know how I'm just trying it on for size. I don't think I like it. <laughs> but anyway, she um, she went on this work trip for a week. Oh, yeah. And she was in Rhode Island, so a couple hours away. And she was gone in a hotel, like the whole shebang. And it was this adaptive sports clinic. She works at the VA. So it was this thing that's run by the um, Department of Veterans Affairs and stuff. And it was this awesome outdoor sports clinic opportunity thing. She works as an OT, occupational therapy, for those who I, I think I've mentioned that before, right? Sure, but you know, it's a podcast. So so. anyway, yeah. (laughs) So she's into all of that sort of like sports medicine type stuff, but for the rest of your life, not just sports. So anyway, she was there doing this thing. And by all accounts, it was rad. Like it was great. However, (laughs) here, it was kind of, uh, the exact and polar opposite oh, of no. Brad. Yeah. So, um, pre-planned, my mom came up to help out. She stayed here cause yeah. you know, one, one set of hands I'm working and stuff. I didn't take any time off, but because, you know, mornings and, and yeah. evenings are going to be tough with single parent. Like I wouldn't eat till really late if at all, you know, I'd be late for work, that kind of stuff. So she's like, I'll come up, I'll help get Jack out the door. I'll have, you know, make some dinners or whatever. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe you can like go to the beach during the day or something. Flash forward to Monday at like 11 a.m., daycare calls. Jack has a fever and needs to go home. Oh, right. Damn. And here the first domino has been yeah. pushed, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I pick him up and my mom's like on her way. So she'll be here like a few hours. And he seems like kind of okay. He's fine. Like not not he's not having a great time. Yeah. But he's managing. And then it sort of just like slowly descends into madness from there across the next 4 days. Including a baby crying so hard that like you you start to think maybe something is medically wrong, right? And uh. it's really really late and you're kind of trying to keep your cool but also like be a sensitive, emotional person who can be connected to this and stuff, but it's still, oh man. So he's crying so hard. I think he's going to throw up, which is he hasn't done, but it seems like this is, we are at like a, a, you know, a red alert kind of Mm -hmm. response from him that we've never experienced before. Yeah. And Beth's not home. So my mom's up and we're like trying to do stuff and it's really late. And it's just, so this is this one horrible, horrible night. Didn't get to bed till, like we slept in shifts basically to keep right. him from absolutely wrecking the place. So the days were just like, what even is time, right? Because yeah. we're both losing sleep, and he's so the daycare rule is, you can't go back until you're 24 hours fever free without yep. medication, right? So when Typical. they go home, yep. yeah, not uncommon. Mm-hmm. So when they go home, they're immediately home the next day, right? You just know you could just plan because, on that, yep. Yeah. So then he's home half a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Fever's not breaking. Call the doctor. They're like, well, we kind of need another symptom. Because otherwise, like, you're going to come in and they're going to say, yep, he's got yeah. a fever. Manage it. We're wasting your money. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, didn't go in and stuff. Fever, like, I don't know. Then we had this one really awful night. And I, I called the doctor the next day. And, of course, like, he wakes up like, hey, dudes. <laughs> How's it? How's everybody? How, how's how it was your night? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like oh, nothing was wrong, and I'm just like, this is not a baby that needs to go to the emergency room, right? Yeah. But last night, but four hours ago, you know, inconsolable. It was like yeah. a inconsolable, like absolute DEFCON five, and I don't know. It's just such a weird combination of things. So I think it was a matter of him being sick, Beth being gone, my mom being there, and just like all of that coming together in a confused mass, right? Mm. It was everything all at once, and I don't know. It was just a lot, and I had a real shit week. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. I took so Jack went back to daycare last Friday. 
as planned. Fucking finally. I took the day off work and just did nothing. Right on. I was like, I need to go <laughs> drive around or something. Like I need to do something that is in silence and right away. Right. Just very like, I, and you know what sucks? You know that feeling with a baby when you get kind of touched out? Yeah. 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 Like they're just all yeah. over you. Mm-hmm. Having that feeling at like 9 a.m. is tough because you've got the whole day left. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And, and you, you know, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm like struggling to comment. I know what you're saying. Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not seeking a comment yeah. necessarily, but it's, um, it was, and then so, th- so then we go to the doctor finally. Fever is broken. And we go and I'm like, look, can you check his ears? Can you check his whatever? Check anything, right? Yeah. To just see. Because he was kind of pulling at his ears and stuff. And we're like, just tell me, am I crazy or not? And they check and everything's fine. Like they check him for stuff that we've never even heard of and he's fine. Yeah. Huh. And they they kind of give me this little bit of like, a, yeah, having a baby is pretty hard, isn't it? Oh, fuck kind that. Of response. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, right? I know. But this was like, you got to understand, this was on a level that was... Yeah. All consuming and you know, kind of the nuclear response from him. And they're like, Yeah, you know, it could have been gas or you know, it could have been blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, I you're right. But he's but, he's a year old. It's not this isn't yeah. like month two and mom left and you haven't done any work without mom. And so you know what I mean? Exactly. Like that's that's what it makes you think of that they're looking at you like, so your wife's gone, huh? You know, yeah, and it's like, well, yeah, yes, but that's not what we're talking about here. <laughs> yes, but I also bring him to the doctor. You know, I know right. you, doctor. Right. Lady. You've seen me before. Yeah, and it's just a little. It, I was not into that sort of tone, mm. and yeah, I was, I kind of, I had to let it go in the moment because I was just like still wrangling baby mode. Yeah. But I was like, uh, I know having a baby's hard, but you know, this was something else. Mm. This was like catastrophic. So, anyway, he's fine now. Oh, good. You, you kind of love yeah, and, and hate and that. <laughs> you really want a smoking gun with this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, you really want like a, he's got an ear infection. Give him this. He'll yeah. be better tomorrow. Fuck yeah. But I don't want him to have an ear infection either. So anyway, I'm mm-hmm. going to. Yeah. That's all. We okay. have I just, you know, I mentioned this a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago at this point. Starting a dad podcast, possibly. Right. We got two episodes in the can, baby. All right. So you're so, going for three and then release, or I don't know what, what we're going to do. Actually, mm, okay. um, my co-host Pete is—we did two, and then he's about to go on like a vacation, so he'll get to editing them after. Okay, we might even do like two or three more, and then schedule because we're going to try to record like maybe once a month. Okay, and batch them, so we'll do like you know three or four episodes at a time. Cool. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, working on it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll have details for that when it's actually somewhere you can listen. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So anyway, that's what's going on here. Yeah. Everything's back to normal this week. Uh, it's a wild time. It's a, yep. War, <laughs> war never changes. That's what they say. And what's the game was that? Was that Fallout, uh, Fallout. or was that the other yeah. one? Okay. I think it's Fallout. So, and you know, and I'm sitting there in the chair <laughs> and he's screaming in my face and I'm just thinking of like that. <laughs> if you're going through hell, keep going sort of <laughs> yeah, don't approach. Yeah. Yeah. The only way out is through, uh-huh. like that sort of thing. And I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yep. Go ahead, because I'll keep going. Okay, all stop. right. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. So let's let's do this. Let's um let's mix things up like we have been. I know we were like okay. I we had the the usual it's podcast day, what's going on? Everybody you guys want to talk about in the Discord and uh, the resounding reply I got was, fuck all this guitar stuff. Tell me, <laughs> tell me about your house, you know? Um, so I'll probably, maybe I'll snap back to that after we do a couple of uh, news okay. items. Because I feel like I feel like spacing it out um, makes us less of a meme. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that joke episode of the Tone Jerks really stuck it's with just, us, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't, I don't mean to think I, I don't mean anyone to think that I didn't appreciate it because it was flawless, uh, amazing. Yeah, gold you know, metal we're, work. Watching, um, we're watching, <laughs> um, we're watching, um, 
season two of the after party right now and there's this line that comes up now and then and they're like are you upset because it's true or because it's not true <laughs> and i think that with this 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 meme about us am i upset because it's true or because it's not true it's true it's true <laughs> i'm also not really upset like i'm I not upset at all i think it, it's a it's a good joke <laughs> yeah so um anyway. yeah um, okay. So anyway, so next, first, first things first. Um, well, first things first is we usually, this is where I would mention that we're doing a, a little giveaway. I'll tell you what, I'll do a little, Oh yeah. I'll do a little quickie. Where's my good one? Yes. Here it here it be, dude. There it is. So the so. what seems so far away when you talk about it being in 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 the fall, um, in tone control time, it comes along quickly with our twice monthly or you know two, two yeah. weeks release schedule. Um, and yeah, so it's it's bearing down. Um, join the mailing list. It's you know to to be anyway. Join join the mailing list. Uh, no, uh, uh, Newsletter. It says it says newsletter in the notes. So that's Whatever. what it's going to say yeah, in your podcast. Call it both. Join the newsletter. There's a link there in the show notes, and that's what we're going to pick from. Um, and it's going to be a this this lovely Yamaha Revstar in um, tone control blue. I've decided to call it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, yeah. Because it, it looks is. great. Um, I, I did the thing I realized the other day. It's got nines on it because it's a guitar store guitar. And I'm oh, like, man, okay. this is like, why does it feel so strange? <laughs> oh, it's nines. So anyway, um, yes, we're giving away the Revstar. We're giving away some pedals. Pedals so plural? Like, is it plural now? Yeah. Oh. Um, a cable, right? Like, I'll, I'll just like, oh, the, are it's going to be a about, whole Are we friggin- talking about multiple winners now? No, no. I'm oh, talking okay. about like, I'm giving away something from my pedal collection Oh, which is yeah. not in this room right now, as well as the super top secret thing that's I've, in in. I forgot. I've the I've literally forgotten yeah. some of the stuff we've talked about. Already. I know. Yeah, it's gonna be. You guys are gonna get. Someone's gonna get a big box in the some middle. pedals. <laughs> there's gonna be something from Rattlesnake. There's gonna be the Yamaha Revstar, which is gonna it's, mm-hmm. it's gonna be outstanding. Um, so get in there. Um, you're gonna want it to be there. It's gonna go off in September when um, yeah, our ten year anniversary rolls around. Hell yeah. Um, I still have only sent one newsletter. I said I was going to do that once a month, but here it is the last day of the month. And I didn't do one for July, yeah. I think. So whatever, you know what? I'll send it when I send it. Yep. It'll Go be, complain about it. It'll be precious Go complain about valuable. getting less email. <laughs> it'll be precious yeah. and valuable when you get it. So, yeah. So there. <laughs> this is the rev star you're hearing. So I added to the notes, a quick update on this guitar. Yeah. The one we're giving away, it's in my hand right now. Uh, I messed up last time, or a couple episodes ago, we were talking about how it's got a push-pull on the tone pot for a, ki- or, um, a coil split. Yeah. It is not a coil split. So I'm here, I'm playing this guitar, and I'm like... It doesn't really sound like a coil tap. You know, it sounds like yeah. it's something else. And let me just go to the site and read about it and, and see. And sure enough, they call it the dry switch. And... It's just to be a little bit, much like the guitar is generally a little bit different than a lot of stuff out there, this is one of those features that is the little bit different thing. So Mm. it's purposely designed to tighten up the low end, and it's like a high-pass filter, Oh, it's like a bit of a filter. Okay. Yeah. So um, it increases clarity and cutting power, but without any of the loss in volume, and it's still a humbucker, so you still get the advantage of it. Oh, wow. Canceling hum. Huh. Yeah. I like I like that I like that you yep. know not having like held it or anything that sounds pretty cool that would be cool for for drives and stuff like that kind of gives you two yeah. two um, pickup profiles without switching to the neck kind of yep. thing you know yep so here we are this is the full humbucker mode like the I should say like you know the full the no- un- tr- normal normal yeah with the uh, fox catcher. <laughs> And if I pull that tone pot up, it's, it's very focused. Yeah, so it loses like some of the fullness cuts away, but not in a bad way. Like it's yeah. not muffled. It's not. Um, it's not like the bottom fell out from under it. Mm-hmm. It's just a cool way to maybe, you know, you're going into a lead thing and you want to lose some of the 
Just, you just want to like slice it's, out on top a little bit. It is, yeah. It, this is like the this is the kind of thing that I run into when mixing quite a bit. Uh, it's um, it, it's like you you if if you're too full range, if you're too wide band, then you take up too much space, and so it can't be as loud. It's like if you yeah. if you th- can think back to this is principle wise if you think back to like mixes with super loud super punchy drums there those drums are not going boom you know they're not yeah. ringing out they're like tight and short and that's how you can slam them in there super loud along with big guitars and all this stuff and the big guitars in fact if they're too big <laughs> you know um, you can't it, it turns you know, into just muddy and I've noticed this even down. when. Yeah, when making sounds in Helix, I've noticed this too because it's really easy to get your sound too big when you're playing by yourself because right. you're just you're, you're there playing into some headphones, right, or through yep. desk monitors, and you're like, "This sounds awesome! It sounds so huge!" And then you go into a play with some other people, and it disappears, right? It's like it's like the big muff problem, right? It's this massive thing, mm-hmm. but then you add other things, and it's like you said, it's too big, it's too much, the spread is too weird, and so. You know, because Helix is modeling the recorded guitar thing, not not the amp in a room thing. It's it feels and works a little bit differently. So my this this is my patch I've been using for the um, a blockbuster summer. And you know, loud in a room, it sounds awesome with other people. But like here, it, it may not be exact. It, I've tweaked it so much. You know, I have <laughs> not. I, I've changed. So much of the low end characteristic and the low mids has changed with this preset just because of that that exact issue. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, and you got to be careful not to. This is like you're listening in solo when you play by yourself, and it's like yeah. So you got to be careful. Don't tweak too much um, in solo if it's going to be heard in the mix. Um, right. Yeah. So anyway, Yamaha has this cool dry switch and. Tightens really up low end and treble. It is, but it's uh, maybe Discord's like annihilating yeah, that a right, little bit. Yeah, this would be um, a good reason to listen back to the final mix of the episode. <laughs> yeah, so it's cool. It's cool. I, I like that kind of thing where I don't know a coil switch, a coil tap, rarely sounds great. Yeah. Right. So anyway, exactly, exactly. Maybe those Fishmans. We should find a way to check out some of those because that's a place where. They have two sounds in the pickup, but it's like very precisely oh, yeah. made that the, way. The fluence. You know, those fluence, fluence, that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, uh, <clears throat> hey, listen, for yeah. the next news thing, why don't we skip down to the new pedal here? Because I'm already holding this guitar. Okay, sounds good. In, in a purely selfish okay. manner. Was that your demo of the Adenecho? No, that is my demo oh. of the Alexander Amnesia. Oh, cool. Which okay. I think I find very similar. It is it is also a soupy reverby machine. Um, but it is so let's see what hey, I want this? my guitar to sound like soup. Got any tips? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've got a whole bag of things. This is uh, these are all I've got a whole the, bag of soup. <laughs> Pocket full of <laughs> loose soup. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, where am I putting this here? Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to like type this in. Alexander. Oh God, the bold. <laughs> Sorry. Amnesia. Uh, let's see if I'm spelling that right. I think I'm spelling it right. Um, let's see. What was I just saying? The uh, I don't know. Something about pockets full of soup. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great, you guys. Uh, I don't do those. No, okay. I, I know what I was talking about. The these these um. There's a whole series of of pedals that are mostly like reverbs and occasionally a delay. That I was like, I'm not going to care about this. That that you know. Oh yeah. Once I played like around Justin's with it, I was pedal. like, I actually love this. Like, and I like don't ever look at reverbs. And yeah. and then once I started playing with them, it was 
It, and it was, it's not all of them. Some of them, it's just like, if it's yeah. just a reverb, it's fine. But it's these weirdo ones. I, I don't know. I think it's, I think I find reverb a little fascinating in that way. Like I'm, I, I'm often hesitant to use it in a mix because I don't think I fully understand it. And then one of these comes along mm-hmm. where it's a specific sound. It's not like a plugin where I'm like faced with 150 presets and then I'm going to try to adjust one. Mm-hmm. Like I know what to adjust and I just give up, but it's like, it's a pedal. Oh, this one sounds like this. And especially when it's these fucking oil can things or something like that, where yeah. it's like, what the fuck? Like nobody, no, I think what I like about it is if I think about it intellectually is that nobody was playing with a like algorithmic reverb and they found, oh, if I just, I bet if I adjust this setting, I'll get this weird modulation. It was, um, in, from the days when you had to find a weird way of to electrically cause something stupid to happen, basically an electrical fault, like playing sound through a a spring and then, mixing that back in and it was like oh look we can fake these strange sounds but they have these artifacts and idiosyncrasies and now we have the, a pedal yeah. that like copies some of those and it's like i that's what i want in a reverb i want like a reverb that's like okay here's it's regular tons of reverb character. mode if i'm going to have like a software it's like I'll have regular reverb mode, whatever, that's fine. And then I'll yeah. click it into, okay, now just start shuffling through the the weirdo ones, like spring and mm. and I don't mean to, like obviously spring's very common, but that's that's what I mean. Like I can't I can't pick up you can I get don't weird know with how spring, at least. Though. I can't just open up any generic reverb plugin that's from a, a piece of software and like make it sound like a spring. I don't exactly know how to yeah. do that. There's there's something different about the way the spring reacts. And I'm not sure how to replicate that with no matter how many settings you give me. So, mm-hmm. so I guess I find I think that it's, a little it gives it like reverb can be awfully one dimensional. Yeah. Right. I have this reverb on here. It's pretty, and I have a big reverb too. Oh, yeah. Just for like big spacey stuff. But that's honestly pretty one dimensional. It's just like big yeah. or small. But mm-hmm. you get into these things like oil cans or whatever else, and it is its own, it's more akin to it being its own instrument. Like you have to play to the strengths of the pedal or the weaknesses of the pedal to really like get what it does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so cool. What were we talking about? Um, We were about to talk about something from 1981, something new, I Mm -hmm. believe from 1981 inventions, which is apparently the name of the company. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the fuck is this? I mentioned last time that I had this on order. I got it used and I got to say, Check it out. Check out used. I know. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you were going to say. I'm you just have saying, the one with like, the hi-fi knobs, right? The silver knobs? I ha- No, mine are black. Oh, okay. Oh, I guess um, they're still hi-fi knobs. I just couldn't see them. In yeah, the they're just well. black aluminum. So this is a um, all, designed to sort of be an always-on low to medium gain drive, it says right here. Yeah. So it's got two controls, level and volume. And level is the amount of drive and volume is the output, and that's it. It's a full range thing, so you can use it on bass, you can use it on uh, everything. Full stop. Awesome. It sounds good. I just think, so I, I have it here. Um, this is my, my clean, my bypass tone. Pretty crunchy. And yep. the way I have the, the level set, the LVL set. It's just a, just layer, a little extra. Sure. It's just yeah. a layer. Um, and so between these two knobs, like if I lower the volume down and the juice the level control, like the drive amount, I can mm-hmm. get this. It kind of caves in a little bit really high up. Um, and then alternatively, you can obviously juice the volume and keep the level, the drive pretty low. It's an exercise in subtlety. In Which is opinion. what makes it a good um, stacking drive. Yeah, so this thing rules to stack with. I have it on the board now with a, a Klon-style drive and a Bluesbreaker-style drive. And it's awesome on its own. 
uh, it's one of those things that you you kind of get it into a zone. You're like, yeah, this sounds good. And then it feels like it's not doing a lot and you turn it off and you really miss when it's gone. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's like, a, it is that sort of always on thing and it looks awesome. It, it's got the 1981 aesthetic. It's a little bit narrower than the DRV. Um, the jacks are on the side, the power's on the top and it's 229. So a, a caveat on that, I guess, I think it's a little expensive mm-hmm. for what it is. Kind of not it's not a one trick pony, but is your is um, your perspective shifted because you got a used one, or did you get a used one because maybe. you thought this already, or but you hadn't really tried it? Um, right? I hadn't really tried it. I heard I did my homework on it, like mm-hmm. you do, um, and thought yes, this is something I want to check out. I I like the DRV a lot. I trust 1981. Um, you know, as a company, I I know that they're going to make a good piece of gear, but um, I was kind of like. You know, you see them used, and they're like seventy-five bucks cheaper than new. It's mm-hmm. kind of hard to say, like, why buy a new one? Yeah, you know, the DRV, like I said last time, when they were not as easy to find, it was cheaper to buy one direct, and used prices were kind of inflated. Uh, that's not the case with this one. So, I think two twenty-nine for a low gain drive, like where even the maximum range of it is still pretty tame. Uh, it's not even like it does really good low and a really good high. Like this is not a broad spectrum of what it's doing. Yeah. It's a pretty focused range of what it's capable of. Um, it does it really, really well, but it's still pretty focused. So I think, you know, dollar per like feature set kind of thing or dollar per range of functionality, whatever you want to call it, it feels a little high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not enough to be a deal breaker, but I don't know. The pedal is like so new on the market. Even a used one you find is not going to be that old. It's like they're they're within. They started making them like three months ago, so any used one's going to be in pretty good shape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just too new a product to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mike in the right. chat is saying it's not the same kind of thing, but to do the kingpin, the copper sound kingpin we just talked about for a hundred bucks. Like the nicer price thing of like you could do a cool yeah. low gain, simple operational pedal. For less than half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I do different flavor drive, of course, but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, a, a bit. Um, Copper Sound has the well. We talked about it last time. The features that it adds, which are cool. Mm. I I think. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I anyway, that. that's the level. I like it a lot. I'm going to, um, I haven't actually brought it to practice yet. I said last time I would, but we had to reschedule. So, mm-hmm. um, I'll bring it this week. <laughs> All right. In to try it in practice, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, all right, I'm going to give you three options. <clears throat> I, okay. I, we went to see Oppenheimer. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Yep. We went to, we, we went to see, Top Gun Maverick outside and mm. there was a storm. <laughs> oh. And, or this past weekend we washed our we my dad and I got together and and first his house and then our house. We we washed the outsides of our houses for mildew and stuff, which you gotta do okay I, homeowner I, crap. So I gotta do that. Yeah. Um, um <laughs> yeah. I gotta do that. Um I do want okay. <sighs> I'm not really, going to spoil Oppenheimer for anybody. Of but, course, yeah. yeah. Um, I really want to see Oppenheimer. Like, yeah. it, it is, I, th- I think I've, I've probably mentioned, this is like the, the day of the tone control where I can't remember if I've said anything before. But <laughs> in my, my undergraduate for college, I studied film as literature. So yeah. when a movie like Oppenheimer comes out, Right, it's kind of like uh, you have my attention, yeah. And I, I'm just I, I've slowly faded away from someone who goes to the movies just out of COVID and mm-hmm. busyness and stuff like that. And um, Oppenheimer, though, is like very high on my list of oh my god, this is really important. <laughs> yeah, like, like for the industry of cinema. So I think that's true, and I, I've I've a little bit skipped over so far all of the articles that are about the Oppenheimer Barbie, uh, you know, moment in time that <laughs> that we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's so just quickly, I uh, my wife went to Barbie with some of her friends like the next night. Um, For the which, record, I want to see that pretty badly too. She said it was <laughs> like one of the best movies she's ever yeah. seen. Full stop. So I'm that. sure I'll, I'll I'll get to watch it at some point. Um, Oppenheimer is a great movie that I really really enjoyed. Um, as with sometimes with Christopher Nolan movies, not because I was having fun. <laughs> um, it's it's a really great movie. I really don't know if I'm ever going to want to watch it again. And mm. it's partially because it's, you know, it's not a fun time. It's a mm. movie about consequences. And it it means to make you feel very uncomfortable for long, long sections of it. Um, there's the, the whole middle section is is just... Uh, I, I, it's hard to express the, the tension and how strung up See, to I me, was in the movie. I know what you're saying, but to yeah. me that reads as massive success. Like oh, it no, is, I think it's, I it think has it's done great. the job. It, I think it yeah. absolutely does the job. I also think it's too big uh, and too wide a subject matter to not get away without some controversy. And I think there's like, I've already seen some mm-hmm. kind of like analytics about it. And it's obviously like nothing's, nothing's perfect. Um, and so we're down to a matter of like, which, which of these sort of cultural mistakes should he have thought a little more about of, and it would have been a little bit better, but nevertheless, like if, if we kind of just ignore that and take it for what it is, I thought it was really interesting. The, the dialogue is like words per minute per scene. Like it's Mm -hmm. long, but there is so much plot in the movie. It would be twice as long by another Mm, director. You know what I mean? It's sort of amazing in that sense. Um, the tension, like I said, and then, you know, what would normally be the climax of a, of the film, um, is like in the middle <laughs> and there's still a whole nother <laughs> section where you need to be made yeah. to feel uncomfortable. And he does it again with the, the bizarre visuals and the bizarre audio choices that really mm. just as, as has been mentioned in lots of his other films, just really, Oh, makes your skin crawl and, and, and oh, shocks God, you're making you me want to see it even so more anyway, badly. Yeah. Check it out. It's really, really good. Um, so I've, 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 I can't see it in a really cool format near me, unfortunately. I, you like, know, I, I, I would have to. I didn't go for. Yeah. I didn't go out for IMAX. We went to like one of the older, old school movie theaters around here. That's a little bit kind of a historical monument. So it's okay. like a little bit. It was. It was not that big a screen. It was not that fancy a place. And it Probably wasn't over. Millimeter. It wasn't overly loud either, which is the thing about theaters oh. these days and about Christopher Nolan movies, especially, which mm. I appreciated. And all of the audio craziness fully works when it's not actually harming your eardrums. Just so everybody's <laughs> aware about that. You don't. You I, know. <laughs> yeah, the thing, the things I find really interesting about it. I saw this video that has since been taken down from YouTube due to the strike going on. Oh, but um, excuse me, it was a video by one of the assistant editors of Oppenheimer explaining all the different formats of the movie mm. mm-hmm. and what they are, which one you probably want to see, which one you can probably safely skip, that kind of stuff. Giving yeah. resources of where to find the right version. Do you want the digital? Do you want the film? Do you want the you know, what is the difference between millimeter. seventy? <laughs> yeah, what's the difference between seventy mil and you know laser and yeah. seventy? Yeah, and there's like it's all about like how the film, how the frame is oriented on the film, whether it's like yeah. horizontal or vertical, and like it's five or six perfs tall versus fifteen, so it's like triple the height. It's insane. Um, they had to build all these like. The jigs because for his, IMAX. Yeah. because his his film reels are too wide for a typical IMAX film reel. They're too long, yeah, yeah. and like it's eleven miles of film per per, per reel, movie. and there's like four, per, there's yeah. like a number of reels. There's Madness. um they Kodak developed created a black and white IMAX film yeah. stock which had never been made before, so that he could shoot parts mm-hmm. of it in black and white. Um, it's it's really good. You should definitely see it. It was it it blew my socks I've off. Heard and it, I, but I don't know if I'll ever want to watch it again. It's in this weird zone, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I think um, I heard in that video, which I wish I could cite, but I, I tried to send it to someone just the other day, and it it no longer exists. But he was explaining that uh, even these like really tight dialogue scenes and stuff, they're not they don't film those in IMAX because the IMAX camera is they said about as loud as a lawnmower. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so you can't really have it running. Wow. So they they are mixing uh, tape for like video oh, okay. formats, film formats for all versions, basically. I see. Yeah. Huh. 
That's so, interesting. Yeah, pretty rad. Um, well, the other thing was, so then a couple of nights later, we had this plan for a long time ago. There's a there's a place right across the river here that does essentially like a drive-in movie, but it's like a sit-in. Um, there's a bit, there's a kind of an amphitheater right on the river. And so cool. they, they block it all off. It's like a 21 plus event. So they have food trucks and beer trucks and you show up early, you you pick out a spot with like lawn chairs and blankets on the on the steps or on the lawn there, and they have like an <clears> inflatable <throat> screen frame and they project the movie with it outside awesome. for everybody. And I had joked in Discord because it was like so stormy earlier in the day. A storm came through, and but I, we were thrilled because it knocked like 15 degrees off the heat. And so it was actually pretty comfortable outside when we went there. And we were prepared to just like deal with the heat, like whatever. We we're mm-hmm. going to a kind of an event. Um, but as as darkness fell, uh, uh, some more rain came in. And at one point, everybody <laughs> pulled their – it started really raining. We all pulled our blankets up over our heads and we were watching Top Gun – from underneath blankets while rain fell on us. Um, oh, excuse me. That's funny. And it I mean, was, was it like scary, like kind of dangerous weather? Well, it got that way. It was, the rain is like Ooh. rain. It's fine. Um, and then it tapered off and we all started, we, we, we turned our blankets back over to the dry side, sat back down. And then right around then it's like, we're like 15 or tw- maybe 20 minutes into the movie and the guy pauses it. <laughs> and he sits on a microphone. And he's like, I'm sorry, but like that cell right over there there's like lightning we can see and it looks super Mm. far away and he's like we've been watching lightning all night like we could oh oh, very miles miles away but he's like that one's coming right here so we're gonna need everybody to like he says we're gonna try to restart in a few minutes but at least go into the parking garage for a while and they didn't they didn't restart it was it was torrential it was ridiculous so it was it was a funny story and stuff but i we didn't get to see that um but yeah they'll you know, whatever. We'll we'll go again to to something. I think it's a cool idea. Um, that is a cool idea. I like that. Yeah, and we had you know, it's it's also one of those things like we we managed to find a babysitter and mm-hmm. and then and then but so whatever. It was an experience anyway. We weren't really that mad about it, but um, yeah, still, still. Hmm. Uh, well. Yeah. So let's 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 next thing this. Let's see what haven't I done in a bit. Let's. Is that, is that a funny thing? Hey, it probably is. Uh, what is this? <laughs> oh shit! What is that? Some octave pedal? It's yeah. So is it the Aguilar? It's the Digitech Drop. Oh yeah! It's the drop. <laughs> <laughs> What a what a bonkers piece of gear! I love that. What a banana pants thing. <laughs> okay, so I uh, people know I'm into like the finer things occasionally. Uh, the world <laughs> is trying to turn me into a watch person. Like it's it's constantly coming up as like a you might be interested in blah 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 kind of thing in my mm-hmm. feeds, and I'm like I am, but I'm not. So stop trying. Right? I'm I'm interested in watches in the same way I'm interested in things that just look beautiful. You know. Yeah, like if if it's got good lines and seems very well made and stuff like that's my interest. Doesn't mean I wear an Apple Watch, so like I'm not switching off of this <laughs> for like something <laughs> really expensive. Re- replace it, yeah, yeah. But but in my feed comes up this thing that is uh, you know a crossing of the streams: the Seiko metronome watch. And is that what we've these talked are? I went looking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we went and. Uh, we talked a while ago. There's some Kickstarter that was like a, a haptic thing that would yeah, you'd wear that. as a watch. Remember that? And the band so this would all a, wear them and they'd be synced together, yeah, right? Yeah, you could and they sync would tap up, you. right? Yeah. Right. And there's an app and all that stuff. So it made me think yeah. of that. But this is an actual Seiko timepiece. It's a JDM Seiko, which means Japan domestic market. So I think that means yeah. maybe you won't get it in the US or if you do, it might be kind of tricky. But mm-hmm. it's a watch with a built-in metronome and reference tuning reference pitch. Oh, really? Yeah. So it will do 40 to 304 BPM along with all around the, the face. There's all like the Italian terminology for those ranges. Uh, okay. for, yeah, uh, it has Allegro and so on. Yeah. It has A and B flat reference pitches at 440, 442, and four, or 441 and 443 hertz, I think. I wrote 443 twice by accident. <laughs> um, 
And if you're a watch person that has quartz movement, it's a 36.5 millimeter case. It's 9.8 mils thick and it has no crown to adjust the hands, but it has four buttons to operate all timekeeping and timekeeping functions. <laughs> <laughs> and pitch keeping, I guess. And pitch keeping, yeah. So like you pitch can is you time hit the, at, 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 from a certain perspective, isn't it? Yeah, if you play E at four hundred forty times a second, you get A. <laughs> so e, if, well, I think yeah. if you right, if you play it fast enough. Yeah. Um, so if you click in, I think it might show you. Basically, what happens is the hour hand has a red. Uh, it, it, I forget what they call oh, it, yeah, but like it looks like a second hand. There is no second hand on in. this watch, but the hour hand. Here we go. Has this red uh, needle on the end. Yeah. And when you are in metronome mode, that will ping back and forth like your clock on your your analog uh, metronome. Cool. Tick tock, tick tock, and it yep. makes a beep, and you yep. can hear it and, and play along. So it's not tapping you or anything. But like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's just always, it's always there. It's always on you. It looks like yeah. right now. So, so yeah. So we're using these buttons and we're, we're switching between I'm a watch mode and I'm a metronome mode more or less, or mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a pitch pipe mode. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Like how, how good is it? I don't know. I but. love how there's an Italian word for 304 beats per minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot Look of beats fast. per minute, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So it's 200 bucks, give or take. I think it's like maybe 220 or something like that. If you're into watches, I know that some people are like, that's a space. People collect things and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is a fun little different kind of thing. Like it's another, you know, dive watches and racing watches and stuff. Those are all very specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's but the this, water like, resistant rating on this thing? Not very good. Like it's splash <laughs> resistant, you know. Uh, it's spill your drink resistant. Nothing yeah, it's else. like get lost, get caught in the rain kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I just saw this and I was like, I have to add this to the show notes. I have to. <laughs> right? It's it's exactly the kind of bullshit we would talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so if you pull up the, um, I put a YouTube video in the show notes. You can yeah. kind of see some of the operation of it. Mm-hmm. Guy on that channel, expl- I don't know who it is, but <laughs> he explains how how to set it and what makes it cool and stuff. So what fun things. Do what? Yeah. Seiko metronome watch. There you go. Pretty neat. Love it. Love it. I'm not going to pull up the YouTube video right now because that would be that's all right. YouTube inception and wow. probably be very bad for everybody. If you're going to pull up YouTube, at least make it us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I <laughs> pull up the thing and just have like the. <laughs> I wonder if I could make that go like the cascading, the, the blue frame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the two mirrors facing each other. Right. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> hey, so uh, want want a thing of the week this I, sucker? I will. And... I will thing of the week this sucker. I'm going to play something else. What do I play? One of something. Bit Commander. Because I know that one's short. <laughs> The bit Justin, commander. What? Tell me about bone conduction. Bone conduction is okay. So you imagine an orchestra, right? Uh, but they're skeletons. It's a <gasps> Halloween orchestra, and oh of course, God. then the conductor. It's bone conduction. But um, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> My thing of the week. Is <laughs> Um, okay. So I, um, so bone conduction headphones, this is a, this is a sort of a niche kind of headphones. And, um, I became interested in that. Well, I'd heard of this and I, once I was on a zoom call with somebody who was using them and I was like, I'd heard of bone conduction headphones and I saw him wearing them and thought, Oh shit! I realized instantly that must be bone conduction headphones without, without having ever yeah. like looked it up or anything. Um, so the idea here is that you've got sort of drivers, acoustical drivers that are pressed against parts of your skull. So it's typically kind of right, right in front of your ear. I've seen some that that go kind of behind the ear too, but I actually think it. They most of the time they're right here for the ergonomics, and. Technically, this this I think comes from a world of like hearing impairment because if your eardrum mm. was 
removed or didn't work for some reason, you could still hear with these, right? Because they're actually oh, okay. directing sound directly into your inner ear. Now you have to have a working inner ear. You have to have the bones and the nerves. But if your eardrum right. doesn't work, you, you could you could actually still hear these, although probably not as well. So, um, but this this actually sort of moves into the consumer market because of it's a little bit more broad than just bone conduction. And I think the products that you get aren't strictly bone conduction. It's really just kind of a driver that's rather close to your ear. Sometimes mm-hmm. they press against the bone here, but it's not like they have to press really hard. It's not exclusively coming through the bone. And in fact, sound does leak from them, which surprised me a little bit. Because I was oh. kind of picturing something that that pushed really hard and you really, yeah. it would be silent to anyone near you. But no, they have kind of that that old-fashioned Apple earbuds leakage that was, yeah, yeah. it's probably not as bad as like the original Apple earpods. Uh, they were, before they right. were earpods, when they were earbuds, ear earbuds. No, they were ear pods. That's what they called ear them. Ear pods. But I thought that was when they yeah. changed shape though. Like earlier ones oh, were like a different. Oh, anyway, oh, oh, but yeah. the, the, okay. the meme of like the people who are on the subway and you can hear this, this like noise yeah. leakage. It's not as bad as that, but uh, someone standing next to you can hear sort of this whiny trebly sound coming from them. Um, so I got interested in this because it, it's not because they sound really good because Really, they don't. Like compared to if you're going to spend the same money on some on actual things that go that are aimed at your eardrum, um, they don't sound yeah. quite as good. But the idea is that it doesn't block other sound. So like yeah. the way a normal person would use them, it's really like it's called like open headphones or um, I have a couple of different pairs here because I was sort of trying out a few different styles. Um, but so oh. they get used for like people who walk or run and you want to be able to, it's like a safety thing. If you want to be able to hear your surroundings. Yeah, so right before the show, we were talking about this briefly. My dad's yep. a cyclist. He has a pair of these so he can yep. listen to music, but also hear traffic. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So um, they, so this is the the sort of the most common style. And you see, it's like a thing that wraps around the back of your neck. And then it has these, I'm showing them to the camera, but it has these sort of Uh round drivers. They don't really look like speakers, but they've got little slightly. It's like a little pad. It's not, yeah, it's like a, it's like a soft thing. It's not squishy, but it's like soft, like felt. And um, so they're wireless, but connected. Um, And they, you know, if I take my headphones off, I could sort of put them on and they, they just sit right in front of my ear. The little driver bit does. Yeah. Um, and that headphones go back on so I can hear you. And <laughs> and yeah, they they do these kind of they they do press against the side of your head, but it's really light and they're they're rather comfortable. Um I didn't get on so very you, well. You don't, what? You don't feel you don't feel any sort of like squeezing pressure issue? Not not at all. In fact, they come with a little rubber band to tighten them, and I imagine that's oh. to fit different head sizes a little better. I found that I really didn't need the rubber band, for, but I have a pretty large head. It's because um, you have a large head. It's because yeah. I have a large head. So, yeah. but and, it's, and it's not it's like they don't have to push hard for you to hear them successfully, and that's partially because like if you pull them off your head, you can still hear them because you're they're just mm-hmm. very close to your ears. Um, so it's really just sort of like a proximity thing, and I think the bone conduction aspect of it is a little bit overrated. Like if I didn't have an eardrum, I would probably strap these onto me really tightly to listen, you know. Mm-hmm. But since yeah. I do, it's like they really just have to be close. Um, I found that this thing, like, kind of when I'd move around the back of my neck, it didn't really get on with it. Um, I got mm, these okay. because I, because I, to use with my VR headset. Because yeah, I was, I was wondering if that's why. It's um, it's not. Uh, I I I hooked these headphones onto my VR headset because I there's no other way for me to get like if I'm playing games with friends to hear friends on Discord and hear other things oh, when I'm streaming that won't pipe through the headset speakers, and so I hooked these headphones onto it and they're fine except my new headset is so light <laughs> that the headphones literally changed the weight <laughs> enough to, to remove the comfort uh, so i was like obnoxious. now i'm like i'm a, i'm such a luxury <laughs> you know what i mean so anyway yeah. um these are cool because i can play the headset speakers i can play my friend's voices on this and it's like perfectly fine for it's just voice so there's yeah. no sound yeah you're not issues. concerned with like right yeah. So I didn't really love this as well because it wraps around the back. I got these other ones. So these are like a true wireless version. These are from JVC. And I'll just pop, I'll do the other ones because that's the side my camera's on. Um, so this 
just hooks around okay. the back of your ear. This is kind of going to be a familiar format to to people who've seen earbuds. And looks like a, just, an old Bluetooth earpiece that kinda, you'd like take on a phone call on. It again just hangs and just sits right here. Now this one, yeah. I mean, you can see because it's just it's just hanging on my ear, and I'm going to pop this up. It's just kind of hanging. Yeah. I mean, there's really no pressure at all. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's very much is not bone conduction. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> they're in this. Like if you search for them, you'll find them. But these are JVC calls these near phones. That's the like the oh. name of the product, and you can even see there's a little port where the the oh, yeah. that silver that's or sorry the silver that you can see on the camera that's the charge thing. But there's a couple little right. holes because there there we go. Now I got the light. You can actually see there is a driver in there, and it's just. It's just a, a driver that's close to your ear. <laughs> that's all there is to it. It's really no, the ones, nothing fancier than that. Uh, the ones I've seen, I think, are Sennheiser. Uh huh. I mean, there's 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 tons, and I'm sure you can oh, spend yeah, a lot. Of and the thing is, with this kind of thing, like or sure, maybe. Yeah, you you can. Um, the price can get up there. Um, these ones that I didn't like very much were like thirty-two dollars or something. Oh, okay. These are like sixty, but I actually got these used for about the same money, so that's why they, I was okay with it. So I, I kind of, again, like they're not actually conducting through my bones <laughs> because it's not yeah. pressing very hard against my head, but just being near is effective enough. And it's the kind of thing like if you're doing podcast listening, you know, music. If you don't really care about it's sounding particularly good. Yeah. Not that they sound bad. It's just you you definitely don't have the bass response because it's just kind of near your ear, not in it. And you really like it is the opposite of noise canceling. <laughs> like you gotta understand. Yeah, it's like the um on AirPods, <laughs> the transparency mode. It's like yeah. an analog transparency mode. Right. Let's the rest of the world in. Exactly. Um, it's like I was listening cool. to a, just to test them out, I was playing a podcast or a YouTube video or something, and I walked over and like refilled my water cup at the refrigerator and that was an amount of noise that made it difficult to understand what was being said. That's <laughs> like, okay. So we're really kind of in yeah. the zone here, like getting ice out of yeah. the machine. So, but I, I, whatever it's like, it's a, it's good for my use. And, um, yeah, it, I think it's, I think the technology is kind of interesting. I wasn't expecting them to just be like able to hear when they're near my ear. I really thought it was like something right. where it had to kind of press into your like head. Physically push, yeah. Yeah. And I think well, that I probably mean, there's a there's a more pure version of this tech that does do that that's for hearing there loss. There must be. Yeah. Right. There must be. And this but is I bet like you, the yeah, adaptive version for consumers. So Right. I was gonna say they're super high end or you right. know, from some manufacturer that's not a big box manufacturer like yeah. JVC. But if you go so. if you go shopping on Amazon, you're gonna find things that are like for sport. And and if you look up mm-hmm. reviews, all the reviews for like what's good, they're in this format, the one that wraps around the back of your head for some reason. Those seem to get mm-hmm. the reviews reviewed as the best. Um but it may also oh. be that that these aren't truly bone conduction and all I wanted was <laughs> All I wanted yeah. was called open headphones, open earbuds, which mm. is like different than open backed headphones, which is a totally different yeah. thing. And it's like, <laughs> oh God, this whole this whole scene. But um, semantics and yeah. yeah, small like subtle but distinct differences. Right. So that's yeah. been my weird, very specific adventure over the past couple of days. Well, hell, very fun. happy with these JVC ones. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, good. Um. My pick of the week is an album of an album. What? So this came in. This is Brother Tiger, who is an electronic artist. Uh-huh. I guess you could oh, say. Um, I get it. And he's covering this entire, uh, this entire album is a cover of Tears for Fears, Songs from the Big Chair. And it's sort of his interpretation of the oh. whole album. He covered the whole record. If you're so, not familiar, Songs from the Big Chair is like, it's like the album. Essential. Yeah. It's the album. You know all the songs on it. Um, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, Shout, Head Over Heels. Like all, mm-hmm. all the big hits are there. Um, And it was this like, it still is a massive, massive record for the time. I never forget what year it came out, but it's like a essential 80s record, right? Yeah. It is the sound of the 80s. And so this artist has recovered the whole thing in his style and it's fabulous. It is so friggin' awesome. And and this has been out for a while, but they just pressed it to vinyl, so I got it on vinyl. But you can grab it on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever. And awesome. I super recommend listening to it because it's familiar, but it gives it a little zip and you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. zig and zag. And check out this variant. 
It's clear it's vinyl. Like mostly clear. With, <laughs> it's mostly clear, but there's like a, they call it a yoke. There's a yoke in the middle of, <laughs> of, of blue. <laughs> yeah. And a it's, it's just blue. like wicked. So, and because it's clear as it spins, the concentric, you know, uh, carve of the grooves yeah. themselves cause this like very odd, um, optical illusion because uh-huh. you can see through it. So you're watching them and it looks like it, it slows down and then speeds up again, slows down and speeds up huh. again every one and a half rotations or something bizarre. Right. It's just because of like the physical qualities of being able to see through the grooves. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, oops, sorry. Um, I would strongly recommend you go listen to that uh, if you like Tears for Fears or even if you don't, because if you don't, then you're this fucking This might up. be the thing that gets you over the edge. It's it's really cool. It's really cool. Awesome. What What is, is, is it, you said it was like kind of electronic? Yeah, it's like, it's still kind of true to that 80s form. Uh, I had never heard of Brother Tiger before, uh, but I looked him up, I looked up this album and I was like, Hell yeah, I want it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, he's like an indie indie electronic artist, I would say. So awesome. Yeah, it's not like techno, right? It's not EDM. It's not dubstep. It's not that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, that would be it's, it's, a dubstep <laughs> cover. Dubstep covers of tears for fears. dubstep tears for fears. Yeah. Um, anyway. Everybody that's, that's wants my, to rule the pick. world. Wham! Wub Shout wub 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 wub. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our program. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to uh, share this album with you before I forget. How about that? Okay, that sounds rad. So then, then you'll have to listen to it. Ha ha, send. It's been texted to you. <laughs> oh, no, butthead. you got me. <laughs> the original was 1985, so there you go. Yeah. Shoot. I was originally in 1983. <laughs> this album and me are from the late 1900s. That's... Um, oh, God. <laughs> so I don't really, know if that's a meme, like if that's a joke or not. It's a great joke if it is, but if it's yeah. not, it hurts a little bit in a way that I I don't know how to handle, or I don't so know. I didn't expect the, something the like that to hurt. You know? thing. Yeah. So the thing is, the thing is, I think it is a meme, but um, it's also real because kids in school are definitely being taught things, and there are there are references to music and culture from things that happened in the late 1900s. Because, I mean, there are kids in high school that <clears throat> yeah. were not, you know, we're not, that is, that is ancient history for whom that is ancient history uh, and legitimately so. So yeah. how else would you refer to that? I mean, just cause I was alive yeah, I mean, then, like, you know, it's like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm now, embracing it, it goes, I guess is what I'm saying. Do, like, I, I think I'm like going to be into it. <laughs> Does it go the other way? Like, how old would would your oldest grandparent be? And would you say, you know, they're from the early 1900s, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, and and right. to them, would that be like, ouch? <laughs> See, I think my my grandparents were from the early 1900s, and my parents are from the mid 1900s. <laughs> I know, but like, you don't say stuff about right. like the, your current time, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I guess that's the detail, right? That it. It's because if these kids are talking about like a musical about, like, you would or a piece, talk a piece about, of culture that didn't exist in the current century. And so you can say it's from the yeah. late 1900s, right? And so like we're not going to say that was music from the late 1900s. We're not going to say that until – we're not going to say that about the 2000s until we're in yeah, the you're 2000s, not gonna, right? Yeah. So you're like, oh, this is from the late 1900s and it's fucking Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Some shit that's like, well, no, no, no. She's I mean, still around. You know I, what I mean? mean? I mean, well, things can be still around. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I know. It's just such Metallica, a weird, weird there's thing. There's Metallica to feel. from the late God, 1900s I, and they're still around. Yeah. It just feels like a weird <laughs> thing. You don't talk about it in, like, like you said, the current <laughs> thing you're in. in you the, know? Right. Right. Or when they're, when they're still alive, maybe, or like when mm-hmm. a huge portion of the population was also alive then. <laughs> well, so it's, it's like, a, what's his name? Pee Wee Herman. Died today, yeah, so so now that he's dead, we could say he's from the late 1900s. He was popular yeah, in the late could. 1900s, but it's a, a yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 
right? Sinead O'Connor, same same deal. Yep. Yep. Jeez. So is that a, is that a tone control community rule? You're not allowed to refer oh. to somebody that way until they're dead. <laughs> I think that's a safe rule. Just like <laughs> as a sign of respect. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm taking the opposite feeling. Like I like it, and I can't wait to oh, start I, talking I, about more I things do, from the late 1900s. I do actually like it. It's kind of fun to to feel like. Yeah. I don't know because you would I you'd throw around oh this is from the late 1600s and you're like wow okay yeah. and like you don't care specifically <laughs> you don't care like if it's from right 1651 yeah. <laughs> like up to 1699 <laughs> that's a huge fucking range right <laughs> but like you're talking about people right that you might know in real life or like some some artist tour or an album that came out it's like it's a fucking 50 year span dude yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Uh anyway. Um okay. It's gonna cool. That's a that's a good show full of stories, guitar stuff, and hot takes. So I think it's a it's yeah. Put it in the can. Put it in the can. It's in the anyway. Yeah. So we started this show in the early twenty tens. Yeah. You could the say the early tens. Like, so we can't even say the aughts. Yeah. Because it was twenty thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Darn. We were in the teenies. I don't know how I feel about the aughts. I know that's correct, yeah. but it feels bad. It feels British to me, and I don't know if I'm it, making yeah, inventing I just that. Think it, I think I it hear feels more like, British uh, people saying that than otherwise. It's one of those things that like, we all know it's kind of the term, but only dickheads say it. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> that was really harsh. I didn't actually mean that. But you know what I mean? Like nobody, You'd say the 2000s, I think, is, yeah. is how I refer to that time. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, me too. So anyway. I haven't gotten on board with the aughts. Uh, so anyway, thanks for everybody for hanging out with this latest very special episode of The Tone Control. And if you'd like to support the show, and I think you know that you would, the time to do it is now, and the place to do it is right there in the show notes where there's links to our Discord that you can join and join in the fun, which is totally free, and our Patreon if you want to do something that is not totally free. Um but pretty cheap. But pretty cheap and and uh, very valued. So, um, yeah, and and uh, also the newsletter. Don't forget about that because there is a very good chance of winning a guitar in it for you. There's a lot of contests and giveaways out there in the world. I would say this is going to be one of your best chance to get a legitimately Odds awesome are thing. Odds yeah. are in your favor. Yeah, exactly. I will say I've been like checking in each week. Yeah, numbers are up. People are subscribing. Love All to right. see it. Great job. Keep going. Keep up the pressure. Keep up the pressure. Keep subscribing, people. <laughs> subscribe now. Subscribe often. <laughs> subscribe your friends. Subscribe your mom. Subscribe your mom's friends. <laughs> All right, everybody. I'm gonna uh, scroll down here, and it's time to do a thank you of the Patreon. Oh shoot! I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's, I didn't it's get right this. here. I didn't get this ready. It's right here. Unless something's gotta, changed okay. since last time. Something. Something has changed something since last has time. Has changed. Oh no! Oh, I got it. You can start. Okay. Here we go. I was about to push the wrong button. That's fine. Um, we're scrolling up. No, we're scrolling back down. So, anyway, thanks to everybody for watching, and thanks to the patrons who are Nick Greenwood, Carson Ricketts, Matthew Fenslaw, Ryzen Wolf, Jamie Evans, Doug King, Big Daddy Doug. This That name isn't funny anymore. Almost screwed it up. Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast, Mako Guitars, Andrew Walsh of Andrew's Alcove, Doug Christ of 37 Effects, and Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects. Thank you all just just so damn much. <clears throat> just so much. Thanks for funding so our giveaways and crazy shenanigans. Yeah. You guys kick ass. All right. And until <sighs> next time, keep it guitar-y. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> bye. Just bye. <laughs>